Welcome to the Untold Secrets of Mortgage Leaders. I'm Richard Greaser, VP of Marketing at Sales Boomerang, and my guest is Montel Watson, Director of Movement Direct at Movement Mortgage. Welcome, Montel. What's up, Rich? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. So I start off with a preamble ramble. In case you don't know who we are at Sales Boomerang, you've been living under a rock since 2017. <laughs> Sales Boomerang notifies lenders the moment one of their borrowers needs a loan. Do you want to know when your borrower needs a loan? Often before they do? Well, that's what we do. So if you want to learn more about salesboomerang.com and what we do, check us out. Montel, great to have you on. Um, Glad to be here, brother. I'm going to, I want to, let's just start off. Why don't you just say a few words about you, your background, and uh, kind of what got you here today? Yeah, man. So, uh, gosh, I've been in the mortgage industry um, since 2008. Uh, I started off actually in subprime um, and previous college basketball player and very, very competitive. And where'd you play? Uh, I played at Elon University and I got a, I got a full dose of Steph Curry while I was there. He was in wow. my conference. So, wow. For the, for the basketball fans there, I, I got, uh, I got to see him up front and, cl- and, and personal and it, uh, it's, it's, it's not fun. It's not fun being on the other, other side of that. How tall are you? I'm, I've never met you in person. So how tall are you? You know what? You know what, Rich? On a good day, I'm a, I'm six one, man. So I'm gonna stay with six one. On my are you good a point day. guard? Point guard? I play point. Yeah, I play point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. play point. Wow. Well, I would move over to the shooting guard from time to time, but primarily a point. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. But um, but yeah. So so started off in subprime and um. You know, went into the investment world and got back into mortgage. As most people that try to get out of mortgage always come back. Um, and you know, I've been here at Movement Mortgage for uh, six years now, and you know, I've done several jobs as being here. Now, lead our consumer direct channel as well as our um, you know minority and diversity lending. Um, and I, I love every second of it, man. Love every second of it. That's cool. Look, um, your uh, Movement's a client of ours, and. Everyone I talk to about working with you loves you. You know, I talked to our CEO, Alex, and he's like, oh, my God, I love Montel. You got to tell him that when you when you when you see him. So, so, you know, you as a person, a real likable person. So it's great to have you on this show. I think what we're going to talk about today kicks off with a story. And I'm going to ask you to tell this story that you told me. So story goes like this. How did you buy your first home and how did that change your entire life? Yeah, man. Um, so. Going through the, the process of, of buying my first home, um, my wife and I, you know, going, you know, got a realtor and going out seeing properties and um, the, the property that we end up buying. I just, I, you know, during that process, I had this feeling in my gut. I was like, man, we just I, we can't we can't buy a house. We can't afford it. Um, and, you know, I had started my career in mortgage. Right. And I was like, ah, oh, we just we don't have enough money to, to, to put down. And. Um, I just had a, I came from a scarcity at that time period, a scarcity mindset of not thinking that it was for me or I could I could do it or I could have that. Right. Um, and, you know, my, my beautiful wife um, today, she you know, she during that time period was like, yes, we can and we will. Um, and as you think about that, you know, that comparison of someone is like, oh, yeah, we can do it. There's so much to unpack with that. But for us, if you really just think about our upbringing. She was so used to owning homes, right? And her family owning homes. And if you want to go get a mortgage and get a property, then you can. Um, and in my experience, it was the opposite of not thinking that I could, not seeing it. Um, and so, you know, I, I didn't think I could. I didn't think I could. I didn't think I could own a property. And, and 
luckily she pushed us and owning that first property absolutely changed my life. Um, you know, I bought a house for, it was like around 215,000 and end up selling it for, you know, close to 500. Um, and it changed my life. It changed my life. Right. And, um, initially going into it, I didn't think I could. And I think that it goes to the, you know, the mindset of, of, of a lot of, um, you know, for, for black and, and brown people in the United States, a lot of people don't think they can, they don't think they can own properties. They don't think they can go out and get a mortgage. Um, um, and so it, it kind of speaks to that, the long-term kind of, you know, mistrust that, or a misplaced trust where a lot of people of color don't think that they can trust the banks or think that they can't own a property. Right. And so, um, that was my experience, man, but it changed my life. And, and it, it actually, that experience is what has led me to my passion today. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally. I mean, it's directly related, right? By the way, that's a huge profit, 215 to 500 plus. I mean, I think anybody listening to this would be like, yeah, I want some of that. So uh, that would definitely open my eyes up in terms of, wow, not only can I own a home, but I can make a killing doing it, right? I'm just going to let my wife make all the investments from here. <laughs> yeah. Or your inspirational speeches if you're ever feeling like you can't do something. Right. Well, um, all right. So, so that, that really, I think, lets people know kind of where, what got you down this career path. So um, you gave me a really eye-opening statistic, and I never knew this fact. You, the last time we spoke, I forget where you cited the statistic from, but there were 1.6 million um, African-Americans or Black Americans who don't own a home but could. 1.6 mm -hmm. millions who don't own a home but could, meaning they're qualified. They actually could go out and buy a home. Like one of the folks just mm -hmm. like you were in, right? Like, in yeah. you, like you, just like you were. So like, what is the cause of it? Like, wh why is the, what, are, what is causing? Yeah. And I think, I think that status from the urban Institute who does a lot of phenomenal work. Um, if you know, out there in regards to, to diverse markets and, and so of that 1.6, right, you, you have that 1.6 black women, like you mentioned, that could own a property. I think there's different factors. I think there's different factors. And, I, and quite frankly, I think that it's on us in the mortgage and lending and real estate space to meet those individuals where they are, um, to figure out why. Um, I think there is absolutely a, 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 um, a built up trust factor, right? Um, I think there's probably a little bit of mindset. I'm not thinking some of the, the same things that that I dealt with. I think there's probably, Rich. I think there's probably also some trauma. Um, if you if you've seen your your family in you know go through 2008, um, and then now again, you know through the the experience we just had with um, you know with COVID, um, and and if you truly think about it, truly truly think about it, the Fair Housing Act was passed in what 68 maybe. Um, I think it was like April 4th, 1968. And I may be off by a year or so, but the Fair Housing Act was passed then. And gosh, man, that's not that long ago, right? No. Which allowed people that look like myself to own properties um, and, and to, to, to get a home loan, right? Um, it's definitely, not that long ago. Definitely people still alive today who remember that. Absolutely, right? And so, you know, thankful for the work of, of Dr. King, which is another interesting stat. Dr. King was, was killed and then, um, I think it was around a week later that act was passed, which, which what he was fighting for. Um, and so, you know, thankful for him. And I think there's a lot of, of that historical um, 
you know, stuff that has been dealt with for years that has just kind of built up. And, and I think that it's on us to educate. It's on us to bring awareness of the importance of home ownership and, and also let people know that they can, they can own homes. And um, we're here to, to meet them where they are and to, to also um, do the work with them, right? Do the work. And I think that it'll, it'll also require, you know, folks to, to do their work, to prep, to own homes, but not only to prep, to, to get the loan, to, to get into the home, but also to keep it. Right. Because that's what that's what, the, you know, we've seen that experience in 2008 and now of people losing their homes. Now, now we want to help you not only get into the home, but also keep it. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, can you can you just share like some of your day to day work? Like what are some of the major focus areas you're working on right now to kind of help further that objective, that cause? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So one major piece, I actually just had an event this past Saturday, um, which is Grab the Key. If you guys get a chance listening out there today, go to grabthekey.com. Um, we had an event here in Charlotte. And so Charlotte, uh, Rich, is 50 out of 50 major MSAs in the United States. Um, they rank 50 out of 50 for upward mobility, right? Oh, wow. And so what upward mobility, for all everybody out there speaking, the majority of you I'm sure know, but if you don't, it's your ability to be born into a place and then your ability to, to continue to, to kind of grow um, within from an economic status perspective, right? And so um, 4%, there's a 4% chance of the people that are born in certain zip codes in, in Charlotte um, for them to leave that zip code, right? So their, their upper mobility is next to none. Um, and so if you're born into poverty, you're, you have a 96 chance, 96% chance that you're going to stay in poverty. And so- what, you know, we're doing at Movement is number one, you know, from our schools, you know, we right now have uh, four schools here in Charlotte. We are, we are building out our schools and we're placing them in um, areas that are underserved, that are uh, marginalized communities, because we want to make sure that, you know, from an educational perspective, we can, we can put our best foot forward in, in those communities. Uh, and then on top of that, of educating, and, you know, we're, we have a plan of the next 10 years to have 100 schools across the country. But you know, in Charlotte, this past weekend, this past Saturday, I had, um, you know, for, uh, I know it was Super Bowl Sunday, I had Roman Harper, who was a Super Bowl champion, you know, with the Saints. He also played for the Panthers for a while and now is on ESPN and the SEC Network. Um, and then, uh, you know, another uh, Carolina Panther, um, Justin Burris, and they came to, to speak on um, why it's important to own a home and the, you know, the, um, the importance of owning a home and the direct correlation um, to net worth and generational wealth, right? And so we are educating and getting in the, directly in the communities at large to educate on home ownership, financial literacy, and providing pathways for someone that might say, man, my credit's awful. I don't, you know, I'm not going to be able to own a home. And we want to have a pathway there. Um, that 1.6 uh, million of black millennials, we want to give them a pathway to let them know that they can own a home. Um, and then for the for the individuals that are just unsure and don't know, like we, we want to create those pathways. And so, you know, we, we feel that we want to get directly in the communities, have seminars across the country um, to educate, bring awareness. And and that's that's what we're doing. We're getting in churches. We're getting into, you know, barbershops. My, my barber, uh, you know, who is a phenomenal leader in the community, owns several barbershops in Charlotte, um, gives hundreds of book bags, hundreds of turkeys every Thanksgiving away. He's been doing it for the last 15 years. I had him come on because he understands and he hears from people directly in the community every single day 
Um, and I had him join in as well because he understands the community um, and, and the importance of it. So dude, we are we're getting in directly in the community. Um, and that's a big strategy for us is that we, we want to meet people where they are. Um, and we also know that we have to diversify what the loan officer population looks like. We have to bring more people of color into the industry. Um, and those, so those are two key pillars for us um, and, you know, as we think about this. That's awesome. And so it kind of leads into another question that I want to, uh, to ask you before I do. I give you a chance just to let me just clarify one thing. You're not doing this stuff because uh, just because it's the right thing to do, right? You're also doing it because it's, you know, it's it's also a great opportunity for you and for movement, right? So, like when you do these uh, seminars, you do these, you know, you're getting in the community, you're meeting with different folks. I, you probably are generating a lot of um, opportunity for the company, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and you know, we 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 do good because that's just our heart and culture. Right. We do these things because of that. But we'd be remiss to say there, there's absolutely opportunity there. There's there's absolutely opportunity um, within diverse uh, you know, market segments. And um, for goodness sakes, I think there's a stat out there about 2045, like the majority of the United States will be, um, you know, black and brown with Hispanic in, in the black population. Um, and thinking that, hearing that, knowing that us as lenders. We have we have to understand who we're going to be serving. We have to get into the marketplace. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, billions of dollars of opportunity um, in regards to, to these segments. And, you know, for me, I'm passionate about it because of my own experience and not being able and, and having, you know, I know, um, you know, my past generations not having the opportunity, but there's also opportunity, you know, underneath it. Right. Yeah, from organization sure. standpoint. Yeah, I mean, that is eye-opening what you said. By 2045, the majority of the U.S. will be Black and Hispanic, right? I mean, you want to talk about opportunity, right? That's that's it right there, the majority of the U.S. And these are a lot of folks who don't think that they could be uh, eligible to buy a home. And you just need to get out there and have those conversations with them, right? So um, it's not about like you creating competition for yourselves out there. It's the right thing to do. You want other people to be going out and doing this in their communities everywhere, right? Yeah. Right. So and to that point, and sorry to cut you off, Rich, we, we created Grab the Key and it was uh, it had no originally had no logo, no brand because we were like, you know what? This would be this would be awesome to go to the marketplace for our lenders and partners to take this run with it on social. Um, and guess what? You can utilize it, um, you know, and, and, you know, originally, you know, didn't get the, the d- direct kind of feedback we wanted. And so we were like, let's I mean, let's put our first foot forward. Let's lead the way. And we're, we're, you know, firm believers of being a movement of change, right, in, in our industry. And, um, you know, I strongly believe and know that our industry um, will step up to the plate and will continuously improve when it comes to diversity and inclusion um, and ensuring that we meet uh, folks where they are and, and, and help with the homeownership gaps in, in diverse communities. So I believe, I love- it, I believe it to be true. I know we will. So. I love it. I love the passion. I think anyone listening listening loves the passion. So you can check that out at grabthekey.com. And if you Google Montel and grabthekey.com, you'll see he's doing videos. They're out there. Um, So um, let's we've talked a lot about the borrower. Let's just quickly talk about recruitment. This is an industry that is historically older white male. Not that there's anything wrong with white people like selling, you know, being loan officers, but it doesn't look a lot like, you know, 2045, the majority of the U.S. will be black and Hispanic. Doesn't look like that. The people who are actually selling loans, right? 
So, I mean, you can't go out and hire based on a particular minority, like legally. You can't be like, I'm going to go out and only hire, you know, Hispanic or black people. But you can do things to encourage it. What are you, what, what are the kind of things that you're doing to do that, you know? So I think there's, there's in two things. Um, number one, we're, you know, you know, Fannie Mae has some programs where you actually can directly partner with some of the historically black colleges and, and find, you know, phenomenal talent. You know, that's one thing, one way we're, we're, you know, executing. Um, secondarily, so is when you step into the, the space and you do the work, everything else kind of follows. You know, people reach out to you to say, hey, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, and so that's a little bit of our recruitment strategy is, is we're doing the work and we're just saying, hey, like this is this is what we're passionate about. This is what we're doing. Um, if you're passionate about that as well, like come along. Like We want you to be a part of we want to we want to build a platform for you to successfully accomplish that, um, to, to, to step out into the marketplace and into communities at large, um, diverse communities to, to help. So. Um, those are two two ways. Rich is like, you know, partnering with and going to the historically black colleges, and then just doing the work. Yep. Um, doing the work will will speak for itself. And people, you know, if if your mission aligns with other, you know, folks, they'll want to be a part of it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I guess we can kind of wrap up on, you know, what's your advice for mortgage industry leaders who recognize maybe that they aren't serving these markets as much. They are maybe they want to do it altruistically because it's the right thing to do. Maybe they want to do it because they'd see the opportunity coming. Right. How, what's your advice for them? I, my advice for them would be the same advice I have for folks that are either f- afraid or scared or not sure what to do next um, that are consumers. Right. It'd be the exact same advice is just take the next step, do the next best thing um, to help you with that strategy. Um, there's a book that is the, um, it's called the, uh, the, the, the kid, the mole, the fox and the horse. Um, and there's a section in this book and just for anybody out there, it's a New York times bestseller. It is, the book is written in a way that allows you to, if you're eight years old or 80 years old, you get, you gain something from it. Right. And there's a section in the book where there's the, the kid is walking through the forest and um, he's walking with a horse and he's, he's like very stressed out. He's like, I don't really, I don't know where to go. It's, you know, looking at the forest, it's like, I'm overwhelmed. Um, and the horse says to the kid, it's just like, just, just take one more step. Let's just walk this way and let's go one step at a time. Um, and what that said to me, you know, going through the experience of, cause this, as you look at it holistically and you look at the numbers, it is a big, large problem. The homeownership gap in diverse communities, a big problem. And it can get overwhelmed, right? And then when you're overwhelmed, you get paralysis by analysis, and you don't take that, st- that next step. And so my, my advice would be to take that next step. Do, do one thing, do one thing, right? Do one thing, um, have one strategy around it and execute that and then take the next step and then take the next step. So that would be my, my um, advice, Rich. I think that's great for everything in life, right? You're probably gonna change along the way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So, so let's do this. How can people reach out to you? Maybe there's loan officers in the, in the audience that might want to um, talk to you and may possibly be working with you. Who knows? Um, Absolutely. Uh, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I am on uh, Instagram, Montel3. Uh, my email, Montel.Watson at Movement. Um, Facebook, I'm on all the platforms. Reach out to me, man. I, I would love to, if there's any way that I can help you um, with accomplishing your goals. Um, even if you're another lender, like I, I'm here, I've, I've collaborated with so many people in the industry. That's the great thing about the mortgage industry. 
is that you can collaborate to have the, the you know, accomplish the same goals. Um, and so please reach out to me, man. And and my family, my wife is so fun on social. So it's fun to to, to if you want to follow her along as well. So <laughs> that's cool. All right. I love it. I love the plug. I love it. You can give it if you want to give the 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 plug for the uh, I don't know if it's Instagram or what it is, but you can go for it. Oh, my wife's Instagram is Emily yeah. Breeze. Emily Breeze. Um uh on uh, instagram and we have our our watson six on youtube as well as our family youtube um it's fun times we we have a good time that's cool man uh well look montel thanks so much for a great discussion today always man always good time talking with you brother thanks for listening if you like the podcast please give us a five-star rating subscribe and tell all your friends about the show We at Sales Boomerang started this podcast to elevate the mortgage lending industry by sharing the kind of exclusive insider knowledge from the successes and failures of the best of the best. The foundation of every successful lender is borrower retention. Sales Boomerang is the number one fully automated borrower retention system in the industry. One in two of the biggest lending companies in the United States use Sales Boomerang to make sure they reach out to their borrowers when they need a loan and more importantly, before their competitors do. If you want to learn more about Sales Boomerang, check us out at salesboomerang.com.